This is WSKG News. Gas prices are at record levels because of Russia's war with Ukraine. Paying almost $4.50 a gallon might have some people considering a switch to an electric vehicle. Major automakers have already announced plans to go electric, not so much for fuel relief, but as a way to cut planet warming emissions. But people have a lot of questions about EVs. For Climate Solutions, State Impact Pennsylvania's Rachel McDevitt rented an EV for one week to try and answer those questions. In this essay, she tells us about the pleasant surprises and setbacks that come with going electric. The car isn't charging. It's cold and it's dark and I want to cry. I'm not really sure what my options are. I feel pretty upset and I have to do a lot of driving for work tomorrow in this car. So I just don't know what I'm going to do. I'm You're hearing a video diary I recorded while I had the EV. This is the lowest point in my one-week test drive. I wasn't in danger, I was close to home, and I did figure it out eventually. By the end of the week, I was pretty comfortable driving the EV. But first, let me tell you how I got here. My first sign that driving an EV for a week would be, let's say, a challenge, came when I walked into the Enterprise office to pick up the car. Did you mean to rent an electric car? The clerk asked. Some people reserve them by mistake. Yes, I said, it's kind of the whole point. The Hyundai Kona is sporty and cute, and I usually don't really pay attention to cars. It's a small SUV on the cheaper end of EVs with a base price of $34,000 and a 250-mile range. It's a push-button start. Just need to have the keys in the car like a normal car. What a lot of people think of as our first episode. The car sounds futuristic. My coworker watched me drive away and then texted, it sounds like the Disney monorail. Every EV driver mentions how great the pickup is, but the acceleration caught me off guard. Oh my gosh, I'm 60 miles an hour. I'm the kind of person who considers it a successful weekend when I don't have to drive anywhere, but I didn't rent the EV to let it sit on the street. So I went to visit my parents, who live 150 miles away. I told my friend John about it later on our way to the gym. I was, uh, I was the trip to your parents. Treacherous. Uh, no, it just like took a long time because I had to stop and charge midway through to like make sure I had enough to, make to get there. Yeah, yeah it took, okay. like, so I would stop for like 40 minutes-ish both times. I thought those 40-minute sessions at fast chargers were pretty slow, but these are the best we've got right now. At my parents' house, I plugged the car into a wall outlet, and it took a full 24 hours to gain the same charge I had gotten at the fast chargers. Leaving my parents with the prospect of another mid-trip charging break, I thought there should be beautiful charging lounges instead of... I am back in the green glow of the electric charging stations in State College. I don't want to have to keep nursing hot chocolates in the semi-darkened dining area of the sheets while I wait for my car to charge. Why aren't there more chargers at shopping centers, at movie theaters, places where people actually go... If you look at a charging app, you'll see a lot of chargers now seem to be at hotels and car dealerships. I was thinking about this car and its range all the time. I felt like I had to have each moment planned. I had interviewed some EV boosters in the past, and now I feel like they sugarcoated their experiences. Oh, I just plug it in when I get home, they said, and top it off at a fast charger whenever I'm around town. It doesn't take that much longer than pumping gas, and it's so fun to drive. I don't even like driving that much. 
And that plug it in when you get home argument goes a lot farther if you have a garage or even a driveway. What about us lowly apartment dwellers? We're dependent on public chargers. I thought I was ready for the range anxiety, but I was not ready to be cold all week from fear of draining the battery. If, say, we adjust the temperature, if we turn on the heat, see, I'm increasing the heat, and my mileage just dropped. In a call out for questions before I started this project, one person asked, is it fun to drive the EV past gas stations? Absolutely not. If anything, the gas pumps only remind me how many more public chargers we need before I would ever be comfortable driving an EV full time. And that brings us back to that cold, dark night in Harrisburg. I had pulled up to the State Museum thinking I would leave my car to charge for a few hours. I plugged it in and nothing happened. I tried another plug. I didn't know what was wrong or what to do. And I'm just... I'm not a big fan of this situation. I drove to 2nd Street, where there is a single charger. The plug looked broken. A piece of its protective plastic head was missing. I plugged it in, and the dashboard showed a trickle of power coming in. It's just charging really slowly, and I'm also nervous that because it's out on the street, someone could just unplug it in the middle of the night. I hurried back the next morning before 8 to avoid a parking ticket. And I can see that the car is still there. And it is still plugged in. And I don't know, that feels like a small miracle to me. This was my turning point. I now had a full battery and only local trips to make. I knew where a working charger was. I drove to work, I drove to the gym, I drove to Lancaster. I got used to the EV. I will admit, driving it can be fun. Though I still had one eye on the battery. So I'm going to work, my odometer says, I've been driving for 6.2 miles, and I have lost 13 miles of range. I probably will buy an EV at some point. In the meantime, I have some ideas for a business venture. Luxury charging lounges. That was State Impact Pennsylvania's Rachel McDevitt. This story was produced as part of Climate Solutions, a collaboration focused on climate literacy in central Pennsylvania. You can find more answers to electric vehicle questions at climatesolutionspa.org. This is WSKG.